0: You are now entering the Bad Christian Podcast.
1: What's up, Bird Brains, all you guys out there? Bird Brains is a nickname that my friend was called in kindergarten because the girl, the meanest thing she could think of to say is Bird Brains, so remember that one. So welcome to the Bad Christian Podcast, episode two of our live series. We're in Portland, Oregon tonight in a living room in, where are we, southeast Portland? Yeah, we're in southeast Portland. It's like the show Portlandia. Indeed, everybody in here is a freak and a weirdo. I know you can't see them, but they are indeed. As usual for this, we're going to have the guests be the audience themselves. You guys are going to participate in the show and you're going to speak to our audience. We're going to have a great time. Uh, This is our second time we've ever done this. We did it in Seattle last night. King's Glasgow and the vocal few played. And we announced that Classic Crime and Vocal Few are now bad Christian artists, so that went really well. That's been the big excitement all week for us. Um, is all that. And King's Kaleidoscope pre-order is still going good. And uh, you wanna make make some noise, Joey? Woo! No, you asked the crowd here in Portland you to asked say me if I wanted to make some noise. I said Do you want to make them make some noise. Why don't you just ask them. How you ask. doing, Portland?
2: Yeah! How about them trailblazers, Clyde Drexler?
1: Nobody. No. All right, here we no go. The, ba- the Bad Christian Podcast. Let's do it. Three, two, Woo! one, Woo! hit it. I want
0: everybody to beatbox. Three, two, one, hit it. That's exactly what I imagined Portland beatboxing at. <laughs>
1: All right, welcome to the show, everybody. Here we are. We're There's off no, and rolling with a exactly, laugh. That was awesome. All right, we got great participation already tonight. Thank you,
0: guys. How, how often does that happen? You're in a group of people, and all of a sudden,
2: you are forced to beatbox. <laughs> There's some, I saw some people shaking their heads. No, I can't, I'm, I'm not, just not going to no, do it. my God,
0: no. I just, I'm a nightmare. I cannot beatbox.
2: Hey, we, we've been talking. Uh, we've, been t- we've been in the car a lot, just the three of us, and we've been talking about how this podcast could possibly destroy everything that's dear to us. I'm going to tell you a deep, dark secret about Emory that kind of hurts me a little bit because I've known these guys for a long time. One thing we always had in common was music. Hey,
1: Joey, just a reminder. Okay. Talk to us. Oh, do yeah. have to talk to the crowd all the time. You look at me and Toby and talk like we talked about, remember? Do you even
2: care about okay. us anymore? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, these guys... No, uh, you guys. Talk to, uh, talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> you guys... You guys actually uh, do there you not. Go. Oh, thanks, man. You're doing good. Come on. You're doing thanks, great. I appreciate it. Uh, these guys. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, y'all don't listen to music anymore. And it kind of bothers me a bit, but that's okay. Uh, like when I listen to music and everything, you guys really don't care who I'm listening to or anything. So here's the thing: is y'all's reasoning behind that is y'all have lived and breathed music, music scene, music clubs, everywhere you go. Y- your job is music and all that stuff. So we started talking about how this podcast could potentially destroy the uniqueness of our friendship because we love to talk. We love to talk about very unique things. And I promise you, there's at least 10 times a day we stop each other and say, Hey, save it for the podcast. Hey, Matt guys, I, I think my uh, son may be colorblind, and he's having a real hard time in school. Uh, we don't want to hear it. Just save it for the podcast. We'll talk about it in the podcast. And I would say 90% of those conversations we never talk about in the podcast, so we're killing our Well, that's not the
1: big issue. The big issue with it is just like when, when Toby and Joey got off the plane, and we started talking, and it's, and it's time to talk about stuff. It's like Joey makes a joke about Toby makes a joke about Joey, and it's like, wait, are we in like performance mode, and
2: are we ruining our friendship essentially because we tried to monetize yeah, it? Yeah, because you right. you almost said a fat joke one time. You are like, oh, yeah, that's not even this worth awesome it. Awesome
0: fat joke I was going to make at Joey's expense, and I was like, I wait, is this? Am I just hanging out, or is this a real? Well, am I being recorded? It's this weird surreal reality? Yeah, because, I mean, like literally. Like 15 years ago, we said, hey, we like making music. Let's do it all the time and make it a business and stuff like that. And then it is harder now to enjoy music. <laughs> I, I will be honest about that. It's harder. When it when something that you love becomes something Why that... Why are you talking to them? Yeah. you just having the hell, hell out of me. <laughs> 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 When something that you love... <laughs> it's awkward, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It is. When something that you love is uh, becomes your job, you think about it less. It's not as fun to g- listen to music because I did it last night from 9 to 12 p- uh, you know a.m. Right. or something like that. So now we, we've got this crazy idea. We love talking. So now we want to do that yeah. too as a job.
3: Until we ruin ride. it for
1: right. ourselves, right. Yeah. Yeah. essentially. So, yeah. right. I mean,
0: the goal, I guess, is that we hate each other. Right. Anything that I love doing, I want to g- get paid for it for a little while and then hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, so Including this talking to my friend.
2: This tickled me to death. I don't even. I think you were uh, actually working on podcast stuff in the car. But listen to Toby. He uh, is emotionally just. You know this one. Super high, super low. I've actually. I think I've told you this before. I've actually heard Toby talk himself into the best idea ever we wanted to work a third shift job and he said it was the greatest thing ever and he kept talking and talking and talking until he talked himself out of it in the same conversation i didn't even say anything (laughs) so today he basically uh we went through mcdonald's matt was just like i'm gonna walk to starbucks we walked through we went through mcdonald's and i was like oh my gosh it's past two two o'clock there's drinks buy one get one free so i knew i wanted a, a coffee drink i was like we have to get a second drink so i was like toby do you want something? He's like, "Uh, maybe not, man. I was like, Toby, it's buy one, get one free. We have to get the second drink. And so finally, she's just like, hey, what do you want? And I told her, I was like, Toby, what do you want? He's just like, I don't know. I was like, Toby, do you want a chocolate shake? He's like, yes. And so for those of you that do not know, Toby is trying to eat a little more. Oh, sorry, Matt, if you did not know this. Yeah, yeah, tell me. Matt, Toby is trying to eat a little healthier. And so basically, he devours the milkshake. And I'm driving, and I'm about to die laughing because Toby seriously just out of nowhere says, God, I hate this. (laughs) (laughs) And I I didn't even say anything, and he kept talking. He's just like, I didn't want to eat that milkshake. He said, I didn't even want anything. I didn't. But it was free. (laughs) It was free. What do you do? You you refused the free buy one, get one free? I agree. I agree. Has anybody ever refused to get one free? So here's what's funny is 30 minutes later, again, I don't think you heard this, but he said, we were talking about driving an hour and a half tonight to kind of get a head start on uh, Chico. And uh, he's just like, yeah, we'll get a hotel and maybe buy another milkshake <laughs> 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 And I think there was some seriousness there. I, I can't refuse a deal. That's the thing. I, I don't, I don't I you think you can cannot refuse a, sweets.
0: No, I can't refuse a deal. If it would have been buy one, get one free, whatever.
2: Can, I, you, can we ask them if Joey is fat? And I think it'd be neat if they all say yes. Really well, let them say whatever them. their
1: opinion is on the count of three. Yeah. Like.
2: On the count of three, be really loud if Joey is fat. One, two, three. Yes. Yeah. No. Oh, did you hear him? It. I said be loud. They purposely were not loud. What did she say? She says people in Portland Joey's nice.
0: taking us too far. He, he won't even. <laughs> she asked a question and he asked us. You scared Joey
1: into talking to the crowd. Uh, I, Joey, I appreciate you doing all that you do for the show. Joey's kind of keeping tabs on the like where we're at and how many minutes we're going and stuff that we're talking I about.
2: I, I, I've got something to say to you, too. All right. So we're out to eat at a restaurant last night, and uh, we just talked about Matt from the classic crime and his wife. Uh, And Toby, I'm curious which way you land on this Because you didn't weigh in You're always very opinionated And so we go out And uh, Matt and his wife Matt McDonald from Classic Crown and his wife They're very generous people And so they leave a $20 bill They leave before us And they leave a $20 bill right there Our server takes a, a couple of trips to the table And sees the $20 bill there So obviously she's thinking Man, jackpot This is a $45 bill Half off appetizers $20 bill there so I get the the check, and I'm signing my name, and I'm like, okay, zero tip because $20, that's like a 50% tip. And Matt's like, why didn't you put some of that $20 on the check? And I was like, well, because that's the tip. He's just like, we are not tipping her 50% of the check. <laughs> right. I was like, she's been looking at the $20 bill for the last 10 minutes. No, she thinks I, that's look, here's rip her. Here's what Christie
1: <laughs> Matt and Christie left money for the to contribute they're like oh you know this they let they, that they, no no on the no, no. Table. That's i'm sorry to the server they left money for to contribute they just said hey they didn't want they were thinking about us not the server they said i want to leave some money just whatever so they don't have to pay for our meal which i appreciate i've been glad to pay for it honestly but i i looked at that money as to go toward the check and then we would still deem the appropriate tip at the end which i think twenty percent good i tell everybody tip twenty percent right so, but we don't need to tip 50%. So I said, Joey, pick that 20 up, and put it in your pocket. And then you write down whatever tip amount you want. So, I disagree, but you were but just
2: worried that she would think bad of you. No, you didn't no, want to give I, her a 50%. No, tip. I felt bad for her because she's just like, great, this is an awesome night. I've you been don't want to feel before. bad when you give somebody 20 Who, who 25% here tips
0: tip? 50% regularly? <laughs> You've tipped 50% regularly? Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, but see, that's not even the point. The point is she was staring at that $20 bill. <laughs> I don't. She's staring at the $20 bill. But, but I mean,
0: it was 50%. Whatever. Even, even,
2: uh, she I might mean, not it, tip that. Basically, in college, go, going to restaurants with you guys was super uncomfortable because I would always have to kind of instruct you guys. And y'all thought I was an asshole to you guys. And I was just like, I'm just trying to help y'all, y'all be You were
0: always like, are you, are you done with that? Are you done with that? <laughs> <laughs> it was uncomfortable <laughs> for us, too. <laughs> That's uncomfortable. Yeah, I want to finish my
2: hamburger. <laughs>
0: I don't like that
2: part. Hey, so uh, we do want to introduce. Um, we're, we're actually going to bring him on to the show. But for our listeners, uh, for those of you that are, unbel- you know, just ardent listeners of Bad Christian, you remember podcast episode two? We had Logan Kale. So for some of you old school Emory uh, concert attenders, uh, Logan was the guy that said, "Check, check." <laughs> You didn't? What were you saying? Other
4: stuff. Avocado, Band-Aid,
2: ouch, whatever. I heard you one time say, Check! No,
4: everyone says check.
2: Okay, well... Don't do check. All right, anyway, <laughs> Logan is actually... get We uh, posted on Facebook, please send in your questions. And obviously, a lot of people sent uh, very uh, Christian-bent questions that we're going to direct to the atheists. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that'll be fun. You guys get to look forward to that. But uh, we're happy to have... Uh, Logan here. How did you guys feel about last night? Did y'all think it was overall a pretty good episode? I
0: thought last night it was the first time we've ever done this. We said, and it feels weird and nervous. This feels like when we started Emery again. Like, this does not feel normal. We're in a person's living room, and it's always weird showing at somebody's living room. That, that the, everybody that lives here is super nice and friendly, but it is weird just to show up and go, hey, we're just gonna. Come in your house now. <laughs> you know what I mean. You don't do that normally, so uh, the people you you know you don't necessarily know or hang out with that much. So uh, it is weird.
2: And I, uh, what's funny is you, you're not really nervous, are you? But uh, This doesn't now, make you what nervous what at all. What blew my mind last night is, I you, you're you know probably one of the closest people I am to, and I can tell what's going on in your mind. I'm like Toby is nervous out of his mind. I couldn't believe it. and I asked you, and you're just like, "Yeah, I'm about to die. This is killing yeah, me. It is killing me." And then you said you're nervous, right? And I was, no. Well, I mean, and, we, and we, I don't. I'm not. That's not a bragging right thing. It's just. Uh, it's this. Just the reality of it. And I have to say to you guys that y'all were very complimentary last night. After the first set, y'all were just like, man, you you carried this thing and all that sort of thing. You will not
1: be hearing that from me during the break of tonight's set. (laughs) That's fine. fine.
2: (laughs) But this is weird. This is awkward.
0: How how many of you guys have ever been to a live podcast? Anybody here ever done that? or You have been? Cool. Is this, like, way worse than that that one that you went to? (laughs) Uh, Thank you very much. I'm nervous
1: about it because this feels like, you know, like, it's, it's if it was if it was like people say oh you've been on stage a lot you're in a band and but this is kind of like the band's first
2: show so this is yeah. a new thing to me is to be, just to be up here talking only but but this isn't the first time in, in fact you're the one that motivates us to say hey we're just talking we're just having a conversation we've done that a billion times I mean so we just but it's to awkward to say hey somebody's gonna give you money so you can talk about how you ate the most of the milkshake that was free.
0: <laughs> that, that feels weird. That doesn't feel normal. <laughs> it feels surreal and strange and all that stuff. I, wanna hear I know you. music. I'm able to do that confidently, and, and, and there's not that much
2: nerves there. I want to hear you like. lose your shit with Matt again. With, uh, I want you to explain to us why you are, are so passionate about the non-existent people. Explain that to us. Please.
0: What a setup for
2: you, man! Thank you for the setup, Joe. Uh, we got
0: into a huge conversation last night because I've had a vasectomy, and I can no longer have children. My wife can. I cannot. And you can still have sex. Oh, man, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Unlimited. Yes. Nothing changed in that department. But... <laughs>
2: what, what does your dad say? Toby? Totally. Now you don't what?
0: Yeah, my dad is very country, and my dad before, he had a vasectomy, too, and he told me, he said, ah... Oh, because Joey almost passed out during his vasectomy. He couldn't hardly take it. He, he, no, he You were, were screaming. screaming. And the
2: checkup. Yeah,
0: <laughs> just the checkup. <laughs> but my dad's very country. He's like, eh, uh, it's nothing. He said, if I had to, I'd do two or three vasectomies a day if I had to. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a big deal. And I was like, oh, gosh. Yeah, but he said, Toby,
2: now you don't have to be blamed for anything. Yeah, I know. Let's don't go there. <laughs>
0: but Matt believes that I have the, now I've, I chose to have the power to not allow other humans into the earth
1: I, I said all I'm, my point is not judgment, everybody feels like it's judgment against them, but what i 'm saying is my brain doesn 't allow me to to like uh, say when it, like how could how to me existing would always be better than not existing, so if you have a kid, then you usually are happy about that i 'm not saying everybody in the world in this scenario or that, but i 'm saying you and me, if we have a kid you 're going to be happy about it if you have three kids. You're going to be happy about it. If you have a fourth kid, it'll freak you out, but you'll never wish it didn't exist. No, but
2: so, I, we, so to I me, have to no matter here, what... You are passionately arguing for my fifth child it yeah. does not exist. Yes, yeah, so you're just like existen- that fifth child wants to exist. And yeah, I'm like no, 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 he it does not. It,
1: no, I, I think that exist. like I have I have one kid and that's all. And so I think sometimes to not have another one is crazy. Because what if we didn't have that um, that one? I can't get it past my brain but, that the that anybody would prefer to exist. So here's the, best, the here,
2: here's the best thing about last So night. I'm
1: not saying everybody should have unlimited kids. That's not a judgment, but it's hard. Yeah, it's easy to say you have one kid, once you get to the third one, you go, yeah, that fourth one, he doesn't have to exist. <laughs> I can't. I when don't you're understand.
0: waking up at 2 or 3 in the morning with the third one, you're like, yeah, but But you know
1: for sure, without a doubt, if you f- found out that somehow your vasectomy failed and you're having another kid, and then you're looking at that kid, you would still be glad. You would never say, yeah, right, it because, sucks about the vasectomy. Yeah, but Joy's point work. is
0: because they actually existed then. You don't miss something that doesn't exist. The best part about last night was Toby. You was miss pretty... the color narcol. It doesn't exist. <laughs> I don't miss the color narcol. Yeah, it not... does not exist. <laughs> but it would prefer to.
2: <laughs> do you? The colors have feelings. That's what you say. Colors have emotions. I mean, it would prefer to exist, I think. So, so the best part about last night is to, you were very jaded and upset and mixed emotions. Grizzled. About, about the podcast episode that we just recorded. And so you were pissed off and kind of edgy. And you kept dropping the F-bomb. No, that doesn't sound like me. F F your second kid because they don't even exist, and I kept like, (laughs) shh, shh. It's like, can you please? I just think that's true. Yeah, it was
0: it was out of hand for sure. I have this bad thing where like I get bad juice. Like if something goes wrong, I get really excited and use a lot of profanity around my friends. I don't know what what is. I forgot what it's called. There's a term for that. It's like a condition you have, but. Like, do you, do you guys ever get bad juice? Like, something bad happens? Like, oh, no, I owe a lot on taxes this year. And you just it's so bad that you just start, like, saying, oh, shit, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get my ass a beer or something. You know what I mean? Like, it just, you just do something bad to, like, kind of war against the bad or something. Like, yeah, you think that scares me? I'll be worse than that or something. So you,
2: did you hear him today when he's doing research? We uh, um, For our listeners, we interviewed uh, the lead singer of Jars of Clay, uh, his recent revelations of being, uh, what would you say, just gay marriage? Well, affirming? he was just
0: talking about uh, Dan from Jars of Clay. I don't know if you know, you guys know that band, but he was just basically saying <coughs> what are the gr- true reasons for not allowing uh, gay people to be married. He was just thinking out loud on Twitter. And but your
2: research beforehand, I mean, you were getting very angry. I mean, oh, yeah, I was losing my mind. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I mean, I, I don't know how many Christians we have here, how many Christians we have listening. We have, you know, both believers and believers um, but it bothers me when Christians cannot think for themselves out loud and everybody gives them a little bit of space. If you just said, hey, I just want to think about gay marriage. I just want to think about it. The, a lot of times the Christian right will just really try to blast that down, to tear it up, to, me- to say you're wrong. You're going to lead every child now astray or something like that. And we, and we made the joke like – it, I'm not going to say a joke. Oh, you say let's do the podcast, but I just it, it frustrates me that as Christians we can't we don't have time to think. We just the only thing we can do is listen to somebody that went to seminary on a Sunday morning, and that's what we got to do. And if you ever have some time to think, everybody bas- bashes you. I mean, we, we see it. we had Michael Gunger on, and something he said two years ago is now this big ordeal that he might not be Christian enough. Like, that's something. Like, we're really scared that God is so weak that if somebody says, hey, gay marriage might be okay, then every kid at nine years old and younger will be gay. Is that what people, is that what Christians really think?
2: I mean, seriously. But Toby makes guarantees. He's like, I guarantee the person that tweeted that against Dan just whacked off to pornography on the computer. I guarantee it. (laughs) It's probably true. There's no doubt in my mind. You know how I many Christians look
0: at pornography and support sex slavery and all that stuff, uh, un- maybe even unaware, but do that every day, and then they go out and bash people for gay marriage? I mean, seriously, that's happening. I mean, oh, this sexual sin's not as bad, but that sexual sin is the end of everything. Like, if you, could, it, if you really believe that, uh, it, you know, it, or do they believe that if you ended a certain sin that then everything's okay and we win Christianity back for the Lord or something like that? No, if you end homosexuality, there's still uh, every other thing in the whole world that, that gets you. Yeah, people, you know are, I mean? if,
1: people if, are more afraid. Right now, if
0: I don't take a second look at a female or I do not look at pornography, guess what? I'm still an asshole. I'm still going to try and cheat on taxes. I'm still going to try and get your money. I'm still going to try and convince you to buy the shirt with the hole in the underarm because it'll be a good deal. I'll knock a dollar off. I'm trying to get, uh, you know what I mean? Like, that, the, there's a billion things I'm going to do to be bad. So why do I pick one and go? Yeah, that that's the one that's pretty serious.
1: No, well, even worse than that is when you when then what you're concerned about is not your even even your behavior, but your positions on other people's behavior or just the issues. Like to say that, that if I have all my ducks in a row on what I think is right and wrong, and that's even apart from what I even do, that's the that's even crazier. Yeah, and that, that's well, it's the same thing. Like that that there's some kind of morality that we follow, and
0: that that'll get you into heaven or something. That, that, that idea of morality, I think, is just an illusion anyway. I believe if there's a God, then it, we would need him. So I'll put it in the simplest terms. I, don't, I mean, I believe that to be Jesus, but I would say if there's a God, we need him to interact into our lives because, He, first of all, he created us. We don't know what in the hell we're doing. I mean, take away God right now. If science proves that God does not exist, the world is the shittiest place you could probably live in. That somebody, you know what I mean? It really is. It's bad. Take And, and you know, a lot of times people want to blame god for that well if god was good then why would he allow this this and this the only time i ever see bad stuff happen is usually involving people you know what i mean like it is i i've, I've never seen god run a pornography site I haven't seen it. i've not seen a, i've seen a shady dude that i don't you know that i'm like oh that guy's messed up or whatever so i mean all the bad stuff is us and that's what we can't get rid of it it's, it's never been gotten rid of so I just hate it, though, when you just elevate this one to like, oh, yeah, that, that's the worst. And then when, if you eliminate that, then everything will be way better. And we win
2: one for Jesus, and we're attacked. Yeah. Well, I'm sure these guys are probably going to ask more questions about that sort of thing. Why don't you guys get ready to play some stuff? All right. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Are you going to uh, do
0: spoken word? Do your spoken word point that you are Okay,
2: my spoken word is, let's hear it from Matt and Toby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: uh, did you guys even did you guys understand anything Joey just said? Like I really felt like you were kinda like the teacher from Charlie Brown just then. Joey I always make fun of him from being nasally, but it was like hurt over there. And then you gotta go <laughs> over there. No, 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 no. <laughs> did you guys feel that way? I did. <laughs> you ready? Um, last one? Yeah. You do it? I'm not playing much on it. What? If you were born.
3: But you never could find anger, he was the traveling kind sometimes she would tell you stories as she lay.
0: Guys still having a good time? Yeah. 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 Anybody feel awkward, would you admit it if you felt a little uncomfortable? I don't think that's happening here. You feel awkward? Here. What 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 is the awkwardness you feel? Um, I'm going to make it more awkward for you. <laughs> well, being in a house in another venue? Yeah. And then also being in a small group of people instead of like a huge group of people. Right. So Nobody's going to ask me to talk at a show like if you were on stage. You I see what you're saying. Right that's true. But see, it, that, that should make it more comfortable, though. Not, well, you can hide it a show, yeah, yeah. and now you have to explain why you, you feel awkward. <laughs> I see. Do you, do you have any like social anxieties like that, being in a room with a bunch of people? Well, or not, I realize yes, now I do.
3: You didn't,
0: didn't think you did. Before. Yeah. Are you introverted, extroverted?
4: Yeah, introverted. introverted.
0: Yes, see, I'm extroverted, but this still weirds me out a little bit. I, I, I don't, don't know that. how it, like, to it, navigate through everybody. Pretty anyway, good. sorry. All right, we're gonna get started back. And yep, and we're back. Yep. And we're back. <laughs> How you doing, Portland? So good.
2: So our viewers, uh, our viewers, our listeners. It's like hundred <laughs> degrees in this house. Everybody just came uh, back inside from a nice breezy, yep. cool. Portland we did kickstands. We
0: did yeah. we got the crowd okay. really live here in Portland. So we
2: wanna welcome Logan Kale back to the show after what like four or five months? Oh yeah. Maybe yeah. longer than that, man. Than that. Yeah. yeah. Can you put the microphone up to your mouth? That's how it works, bud.
1: All right, so episode two, we had our buddy Logan Kale on the on the podcast, and he's back back here tonight. Um I realized when we were playing music a, a little bit ago. Uh, Logan was watching. He hasn't seen. You've never seen Matt and Toby play, which means really you've never seen me sing before. How did I do?
4: Uh, you you actually did a lot better than I thought you would because <laughs> I've heard I've heard you sing otherwise, and it's just terrible. So I think that you've taken lessons.
1: Nope, just self-taught.
4: No, you took <laughs> lessons.
1: Well, I looked, did a DVD course, but I, you, I taught it to
4: myself. And he took well, an oh. online course. Yeah, so I, heard, Matt, I heard a little bit of that voice crack, but otherwise it sounded so good. Matt, I
2: think it's cool. You said, uh, I think on episode two, that typically you judge whether or not you're going to like someone yep. depending on whether or not Logan likes them. Yeah,
1: Logan's my barometer for people that I think uh, I would like. like basically Logan, he's kind of an ass and he picks on people and it's always fun it's always funny and it's I think it's always good spirited and he goes more aggressive at people that he finds oversensitive and stuff like that and so pretty much if you're somebody that that thinks Logan's a jerk and is being mean and stuff like that then I, that's typically somebody that's that right. I that's think right. isn't really like they're probably a little too uptight of a person for me so he kind of is a barometer whether I would like somebody or not. So basically,
2: you like me and Toby's wives because they both really like. Logan. Yeah, exactly. It's but almost a, in an unhealthy yeah. way. But a lot, so of, a
1: lot of people, a lot of people really don't like Logan. I mean, like, there, there's a good. I'd say there's maybe, what do you say, forty percent? What do you think your rate of a public approval rating is with individuals
4: yeah i'd
2: say probably 40
1: i'd say it's around 40 percent and where the
2: joke's gonna be on them because those people are gonna end up in hell and logan will be in heaven <laughs> yeah well, that's
1: our goal yeah that's our goal
2: anybody that <laughs> no, doesn't but, like logan no, logan's gonna hell, appear in heaven logan like, actually ends this up in wasn't hell. supposed to be true well everybody
1: has a, what i would say <laughs> what is the like hell a, am i doing here? wait what the <laughs> heaven am i doing here? i'm sorry god
2: so, Thanks for letting me in.
1: What I think is basically everybody has a certain amount of people that like them. I think there's, you know, you know, somebody like me, I think I think mine's actually really high. I think a lot of people, there's a very few pr- percentage of people that don't like me, and they, those are the people that see through me immediately, and it's like, whoa, this is going to go bad no matter what. Yeah. And for Logan, because he's willing to be totally blunt. And whatever you know, people like him or they don't, and so his rating is lower. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, and you're okay with that. Why why are you okay with that?
4: It takes a lot of effort to be nice. But why are you why are you okay
1: with people not liking you? Who cares? A lot. I mean, most people care a lot.
4: But that's
2: the question. why Why don't you care?
4: But who would care?
2: Me. That's dumb. Nobody cares. I, I,
0: but I'm saying I think that's free. It, like when I see you, I'm f- I feel a little bit more free because I do care what people think. I, hey, wish, what's I wish I didn't, but I do. But, but, but like you would, you it would doesn't never matter. F- you would never fake laugh. No, and I fake laugh all the time, and it's the number. I broke up with a girlfriend because sh- I had to fake laugh too much. I can't, <laughs> I promise. I know that sounds that sounds horrible, but I was going.
2: That's not, it, it doesn't <laughs> sound horrible. That's a nightmare. If I had to do that all the time, I won't, don't want to ever be around <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: The, yeah. uh, Joel one you time, do Joel one time was our bass player. Joel was on a roller coaster one time. And he said that, uh, because he fake laughs all the time and he, and he laughs, he's really he good doesn't at like laughing anyway, but he, he doesn't like confrontation. He loves to please everybody. And so he fake laughs constantly, but he was on a roller coaster and he said it was a, like a, a, a really loud environment where it was clicking going up and the guy behind him was really annoying he was with him, and he was making tons of jokes the whole time. But uh, Joel realized that since he was sitting in front of him and the thing was loud, he couldn't hear whether or not he was laughing, but he still felt compelled to. So whenever the guy behind him made a joke, Joel would just shake his shoulders up and down. <laughs> <laughs> so he wasn't even laughing. He was just, yeah, yeah. So
4: the guy thought he was laughing. And the guy <laughs> thought he was slain. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but uh, th- I want to I give you an example, a very current example of, of the way Toby likes to please people. And I, I do, too. I'm Totally. Guilty of this. We talked about this on an earlier podcast. Do y'all remember when we talked about how when you see somebody and you don't remember them and you talk to them and you're like, oh, who's, you know, and you have, we play along? When, didn't yeah. We didn't do that on the show? Yeah, we,
4: we, we talked about it. Well, already.
1: it happened earlier tonight at this show. So uh, we had somebody that came in here that I I recognized him and remembered his name, and the reason I did was because I saw his when he bought a ticket, I saw his name came up. So his name was Nick. Nick, thanks for being here. Well,
0: we haven't seen Nick in two years. We seen,
1: and we hadn't seen Nick in well, two years. I, I want to. I know. I'm going I'm just here. gonna okay. tell a story. I think it's totally defensible. I okay. reckon, I'm saying I recognized him immediately and called right. his name out because I saw it on the ticket list when he bought the ticket. Right. So Nick comes in and say, Hey, Nick, what's going on? And then Toby goes. Oh yeah, like I could tell Toby didn't r- recognize him, but was trying to just play along. He goes, "How's it going, man? How long's it been since we have seen you?" And he goes, <laughs> "He goes two years. He goes, yeah, two years. Well, you remember we had breakfast at that place after the show and." Uh, I was like, yeah, yeah. And uh, so Toby's like, all right. And then um, and so Toby talked to him first, taking him to that interchange, and Nick went back out to his car, and as soon as, as soon as he left the door, Toby says, who's Nick? Who's this Nick? Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Let me
0: clarify that a little bit. I was like, who is Nick in a sense of like, oh, wait, I know I recognize him. Now, here's the deal with Nick, too, that is special. Nick, you are a twin. And what is your, what is your brother's name? Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even see him. Okay, so both y'all here. Okay, now, here's the thing. There are, on the other coast, there is Matt and Mitch, and they are twins. Y'all, do y'all know them? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, do I, wait, do all twins know each other? What the hell's going on here? <laughs> yeah, there's a convention, a conspiracy. All twins know yeah. each other. That's but, true. so I was like, I know, there's something about these, guys. Uh, okay, and then I was thinking of Matt and Mitch as well, so, uh, but you're right, Fair I do not-
1: if you don't see somebody for two years that you met once, even if you had a meal with them, which we did, and we appreciate right. that, that was really was good. A we great enjoyed meal. that place. I, I remember now, but it,
0: it didn't jog my memory. I mean, All right, you, so you guys have lost weight. You look great. I just, you know. <laughs> so what?
1: What are we going to do? What do you want to <laughs> yeah, do? You so want to take questions? You want to talk to Logan? Yeah, some yeah. Longer?
2: Well, here's the thing: is um, you know, bad Christian, if you're listening to this episode for the very first time, uh, we like to. We actually not only. Not only do we like to hear other perspectives, but we act, actually value them as well. And I want to tell you this, Logan. It's just hilarious. After episode two, there were people that wrote us saying that we did not take your lack of salvation serious enough and that we belittled the fact that you needed Jesus. Now,
4: Toby, I so want to hear So this is actually you- an
0: intervention. <laughs> we're not le- none of us are leaving until you are saved.
4: This sounds like any other time I hang out with you guys. Oh, yeah, that's true. Now, to, hey, Toby, seriously, seriously, what, t- what what, do you think about that,
2: Toby? Honestly, someone saying that we don't care about his salvation because we made fun of him. I like, think you actually made fun of You said while Logan was sleeping, you sprinkled water and baptized him, so, <laughs> so he's good. <laughs>
0: Obviously, that was a joke. I firmly believe in the power of Jesus, not in the power of Toby or I'm, Logan. I'm not getting. Yeah, I'm not getting. If Lo, if. I don't, I'm not going to get anybody to heaven. I'm not going to send anybody to hell. I don't have that responsibility. It's not me. Thank goodness. And so I, I really enjoy cutting up and having fun, and that's why we're friends. Yeah. And it's probably why I firmly believe Logan knows that what we believe, we really do. We're not, yeah. uh, we're not, we're, we, he thinks we're living it, and he accepts it as part of us. He might disagree with it, but we can be friends that way. If he only had a
1: microphone and could speak for himself. Yeah, that's true.
4: (laughs) I will say that since I have been listening to the podcast, I have realized you guys are a lot weirder. <laughs> than I, that I knew before you had a podcast. You believe I, some. You believe some weird. So shit. L-
1: so Logan came in today and he, he was excited about the show and excited to see us. So he comes in and I ask him when he comes in. I said, Logan, uh, who did you did you, you, ha- you anybody else coming with you tonight? Did you bring anybody? And Logan says no. I said, well, why not? And he says, Well, he because it would really hurt his street kid if anybody knew he listened to a Christian podcast <laughs> all the <this> time. <laughs>
2: All right, so we uh, we asked some of our Facebook friends and Twitter followers to ask Bad Christian some questions. Little, we'll also they, give the, these people yep, a chance little too. Little did right? they, yeah, we're gonna let's, we're gonna al- hit let's one alternate them. Yeah, little Sound did good? they know that we were going to be directing these questions towards Logan. So, Logan, this guy, uh, he play he is a Christian and he plays in a non Christian band, and a Christian friend of his that he looks up to, so like a youth pastor or something like that. Yeah, told him. God told me that I have to distance myself from you because you play in a secular band. This kid's disheartened and he wants us to speak into that situation. So we want the atheist to speak into it. Wait, him. can I understand
0: this question? A yeah. Hey, like –
2: a guy that he looks up to says I can't hang but out Christian with Christian dude. Anybody. Yeah, so in basically a band. you say Emory is not a Christian band and your pastor says Toby, I got to distance myself from you okay. man. That's just messed cool. up.
1: And even though you're in Emory which is a relatively Christian band, but okay. but it's not totally a straight Christian band. I therefore, I can't even hang out with somebody that would do such a thing.
2: So right. Logan accepting the fact that this kid does believe in Jesus, what recommendation do you have for him?
4: Live his life. Live his life. Obviously. I mean That's so dumb. First of all, God didn't talk to this guy Uh telling him not to be friends with this guy. That's ridiculous. Even if there was a God, God wouldn't say that. God doesn't, I mean,. God doesn't speak to people.
1: Whoa. Well, what Logan's saying is he thinks that guy's just being no, he manipulative. he just said God
2: doesn't speak to people, so you're saying Well, Logan doesn't think that do, from his perspective.
1: Logan said, Logan's saying He's that this guy's being manipulative right. and just making a power play right. or doing or asserting something on somebody in, in an
2: abusive way is what
1: you think. So Absolutely. if we give
2: you permi- permission to call this person the, the guy that's heckling this this younger guy... You can call him, guy. You call him whatever you want. Call him whatever you want
4: to call him. What would you call him?
2: <laughs> Anything.
4: I, I mean... I don't know, and he's clearly he's an idiot, an idiot. All right, cool. Can I I, can I say something? No, absolutely, Toby. You're. I I think
0: this is just awful. It really is manipulative. It is. I mean, abusive is close to the borderline. Because there's no chance that whoever it is, if it's a youth pastor or whoever that Christian is, this guy looks up to, he would for sure hang out with Brad Pitt or the lead singer of what whatever famous band if he got an opportunity the to. Lumineers. yeah 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 whatever it is whatever non christian band I guarantee you uh, I'm going to hang out with you know the whatever band it was a, a super famous band if michael jackson yeah. was alive I guarantee you yeah. he would hang Yeah, out yeah or with whatever jackson. you know non christian famous man he would hang out with them so I just think that's a manipulative thing
1: and you're right Well the but, go, the god told me thing is I I mean probably how, over How can you ever I mean, argue with that
0: I mean yeah. people say that to break up with you well what's right. hilarious god's telling me that we shouldn't date anymore what's hilarious how do you jesus, argue with that if
2: jesus was alive now this guy would have to tell jesus "Hey, i'm, not, I'm gonna have to distance myself from you <laughs> you're hanging out <laughs> with some <laughs> F-ed up people and i can't hang out with you jesus who did jesus not hang out <laughs> with <laughs> all right we have a hand let's hear it uh, you want to get your, your you line? gotta
1: toss that mic out there
0: yeah can y'all pass the mic? Come on up, man. Talk. Come on up.
2: Just long enough, just so reach. we can get you on the podcast. What's your name? Where are you from? Real quick.
5: Uh, Braden Corso. I'm from Hillsboro, Oregon.
2: Oh, you're from Oregon. Awesome. All right. Yeah, we're in Oregon, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're in Oregon, Joey. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It was totally, I was totally a joke. It traveled a long way.
5: <laughs> yeah, in Oregon, weird. Uh, yeah, no, it's totally that that totally struck a thought. It was like, why would even even you know even if you, I know you think that he you know he didn't talk to him, even if he did, he why there's no reason he would say that. You look back in, throughout history, Jesus didn't hang out with all these high and mighty these I'm I'm godly, I'm I'm so Christian. He hung out with like, you know, the prostitutes, the sinners. He's he hung out with them. There's no reason God would ask you to differ from Jesus' own teachings like that. It's not it's not something that's really even possible in that way.
2: Word of. So Braden but
1: Brayden, do you have a question?
5: That was actually kind of a statement that I wanted. Okay. To <laughs> well, think think of a question. A question. Do I have no, a, question? a question beside All
1: right. him. All right, pass it off here for a question.
5: Thank Inter- you, Bray. Introduce
2: yourself. Yeah, thanks, Barbara. Uh,
5: my name is uh, Ben Jenkinson, and I uh, now live in Vancouver, Washington, but I just moved from Enumclaw, so
1: word up. Yeah, um, Clause, How's it pronounced? Go ahead.
5: <laughs> so my question is, uh, Matt, uh, Toby, and Joey. Who would you Logan. say is the better atheist? Oh, and, well, actually, this is about Logan. Okay. Is Logan a better atheist, or is Herb Silverman a better atheist?
1: Well, Ooh. I would, I mean... That's a
0: great question. I like Her, Herb question. was on, a our, well, I guess our last podcast. Yeah. He's a 72-year-old yeah, atheist debater and a cunning
2: linguist. Um, and, well, he, I mean, uh, a very basic answer is I would say the the real question is... Who is, uh, who's the better person out of the four of us up here and Herb Silverman? Because I would say we don't really have them in different categories. And Jay Baker. Yeah, and Jay Baker. Uh, I would say we like him more. Than I'd Herb say Jay Baker's the best atheist, uh, Well, right? I would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <this> <laughs> good one. No, I, no, I would really say did we like love Logan. Logan's our,
0: I, I mean, we're super close to Logan. Now, Herb was so cool. He's a 72-year-old guy, and he sounds just so like, he sounds just like Woody Allen, just so Jewish and just, I don't know. I just think that this is, and I'm just like, I'm just loving every second. Of, I mean, I promise. He's like, I, I I I would he said, love to I guess
2: I live what you would call a good, good Christian life. <laughs> and,
0: and I was I mean I fell in love with the guy. He, he, I promise. I mean I was like, man, I would just I wanna hang out. It felt like he was cuddly and I just wanna kinda hug him like call him my papa or something. You know what I mean? Like he was just nice. Well he how really about would. how
1: about this for that answer is the the thing about atheists that I've learned to learn from them and learned to respect about them is they they don't necessarily need to identify as a group and much less than Christians uh like Logan, you don't try to be a good atheist. You, you don't that it just atheist is what we label you as more so. You you would say I don't have a label, I'm not a good or a bad atheist. So yeah. if you really want to evaluate Herb and Logan, the only way to evaluate it that would be meaningful would just be who do I like hanging around or whatever. And for us, and most Christians don't agree with this, but to me, I see no difference than hanging out with Logan or my small group leader or pastor. I like to hang out with the one that will be more fun on that Thursday evening at happy hour. That's the one I want to hang out with. Not necessarily. I mean, it's, 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 it's really not necessarily, but Logan is is not like our good atheist friend. He's just he just is our friend. That's yeah. just the way we see it. So, And Herb's really cool. We don't really know him. but I would like to. He wrote us an email afterwards
0: and just told us... Uh, it, I, I, it's so funny because his voice. I read the email. You ever do that when somebody has a weird? <laughs> act, you guys probably think we have, but he was just like, "That uh, that podcast was so good. You guys should call yourselves the Good Christian Podcast." <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was like. Man, this guy's awesome. I just gotta right, go so, call So uh,
2: Matt and Toby, I'm gonna direct this question uh, to you guys, and I'm gonna ask a question out of this question. Uh, Louis Trevino asks uh, on Twitter, and Louis Trevino. In what ways do you see the Holy Spirit renewing your minds? The question that I want to ask you guys is, when y'all hear this, especially being in in Emory for so long and having a lot of skepticism about your faith and everything, do you guys hear someone that's saying, Bad Christian is bull crap. This is messed up. Like, let's talk the real stuff. This question is, how is
1: the Holy Spirit currently renewing Right. So
2: do you see it as an encouraging question or kind of a setup? I'm putting you in your place. I don't think it's a setup. I don't think that he's
1: saying. I don't think that he's being skeptical. Yeah. But I do think it's just it's a little bit of a loaded or there's some question. Like, it, it, it implies, it begs that he wants a certain answer a little bit. And so my tendency would be to give him an answer that would, you know, rattle him or make him think a little bit different, I guess. Like, that's the way. I tend to act reactionary to whatever I think the person's going. So the more directive or the more leading a question is, I, I try to tend to answer less what they would want to hear is kind of what would be I, my Yeah, point. I
0: don't think it's a leading question. I think Christians do not ask specific questions.
1: Like it's, uh, they, Christians true. will say, uh,
0: how's your walk? You know, just, and like, what the hell does that mean? That's just a set that's just I guess a set pretty setup. good. I got yeah. a little bit of pain, a little limp or something. But, I mean, <laughs> but, but the reason why is because we all are kind of screwed up, and you don't want to actually say hey, man, how's your marriage? I know you guys might be going through a rough time. Or, hey, are, are you dealing with worry? Hey, well, you know, it, it's easier to say, how's your walk? Now, what's the Holy Spirit teaching you? That sounds uplifting and good. Nobody wants to hear this, the bad shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm addicted to pornography, and I'm thinking about leaving my wife.
1: Nobody really wants to hear that. It doesn't sound
0: as fun. You don't put that on Have Facebook. Have you ever heard
1: anybody say, that, that is a great point. I've never heard anybody say, thinking about leaving my wife. Leaving my wife. Have you? Yeah. I've heard a million people say, yeah, we're, our, our marriage, by the time you hear about it, it's this marriage is over, we're getting divorced, and I'm, you know, it's, it is which, what it is or whatever. But I've never heard anybody going like, I, I guess it's kind of a toss-up right now. I'm thinking about maybe we should get divorced. I don't know. Nobody says just re- that.
2: Real quick, because I'm always hearing what could be misconstrued to protect Jessica. You're not thinking about leaving. You're using that as an example. <laughs> No, I'm... It's
0: a <laughs> I'm in Portland. Can I, I, I stay? Mean, I, I, no. I'm, I'm going to come I'm not clean here, my too. Wife. I,
2: it sounded that way. I know you're not. <laughs> Wait, no. you actually thought I'm leaving my wife? No, I back? just said, I know you're not. It well, sounded uh, like you were saying that you were. Was there anybody in here that thought that... Oh, crap. No. no. no I don't think so, Joe. No, Sorry. only
4: you. <laughs> <laughs> is this a help for you and
1: your wife? <laughs> yes, it Whole <is>. Co-busted. <laughs> But I mean, seriously, think, think about that. When's the last time you heard somebody say, yeah, I'm thinking about leaving my wife? Or I mean, do You, talk you about only about hear stuff. about Christian sin after the fact, and then largely after the fact and after time, and after they have the first positive thing they can say about it, yeah. then that's the first time you're ever going to hear about if it. If you
0: want real change, I'll tell you what. Next time, I don't know how many Christians are in, are in here, but next time somebody says, how's your walk, or what's the Holy Spirit teaching and stuff, say the worst thing that you've ever thought in your life to them. <laughs> say, well, actually, I had this thought. And then you might have a real conversation, but but the answer to that is, man, it's just man, things are good, treating me well, just teaching me a lot. Yeah,
3: you know, man, I've been in
0: Peter. And man, the things that Peter has been opening up. My, but we don't say the real stuff. Like, man, I'm really worried uh, about this money thing, or or I have anxiety, or I'm staying up late at night, or I'm doing this or that. I mean, those things are really getting us and having control of it. They own us and don't own...
2: I'm preaching All right, here, so sorry. Logan, in what ways is do Logan you see segment. the Holy sorry, Spirit Logan. renewing your mind? Yeah, how's the Holy Spirit working on you? You need the microphone.
1: <laughs> so... You did, you did receive, you've received questions along those lines when you were working for us at the merch table or whatever. people yeah, how did you, you handle treat you like, I mean, people have assumed you're a Christian before, right? Yes. Well,
4: uh, I us would usually scenario. make a fart noise or, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> so Absolutely. someone asked
2: you a question about God and you're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did, yeah,
4: I did not take it seriously in the least. <laughs> All right, so question out here. Yes, sir.
0: Mike, can we pass the mic
5: to
2: him? Um, Chris Moore, I'm in Redmond, Oregon. So, Toby, I was just curious, what is your I'm guys' Joey? Is Joey? <laughs> <laughs> <I'm, yeah. laughs> what is your favorite album? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I did have a question though. You know, you guys are
5: often line. All right, go ahead. <laughs> um, Tackling really controversial issues. Um, really dealing with real life stuff which can be emotionally draining
4: sometimes. How do you guys kind of rejuvenate or I figure, you know, you've definitely communicated your struggle with depression more and maybe you guys have something to add to it, but how do you kinda bounce back from all the controversy you guys deal with regularly?
2: Yeah, I, I wanna say maybe it affects me more than, than these two guys. I think maybe it yeah. makes it, it makes uh, Toby angry. But then early on I know Matt's feelings were hurt when he uh, shared his masturbation post, and and I thought it was a great, great article. Uh, For me personally, I would say very simple. I vent to Priscilla, who's my wife, or Toby. Like I just, I I have, and it would be the same way if if I hung out with Matt all day, but he lives in Seattle. So I have people that I can just vent to and be super honest with and just be like, man, my feelings are hurt. Like you need someone to be able to say, my feelings are hurt. Um, so yeah, it's just having people to vent and, uh, yeah, my feelings have definitely been hurt, uh, early on. And I think I've left this place in my life, but early on, there's a part of me that's just like, is it, is is there a point to this? Like, do we really want to do something that's just pissing people off and making them say really horrible things online? And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that was a, uh, a crossroads for me, where now I haven't been any more sure in my life that this is what I'm supposed to do. So. I,
0: I mean, the online community is the number one place where you see real people. Now you don't get to see actually know them; they're hidden by some some name or you can't you know punch I mean? them in the face. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You you don't get any actual real time with them, but that's when you actually see what people really are. If you say something uh, that could. Put be controversial, or just you're just thinking, people will take that moment to pounce and attack and hurt and all that stuff. And it is sometimes we get the worst. I mean, we get some serious comments about how we are leading people astray, people are going to go to hell because of us, that we are terrible. How could we not understand that cussing is bad? How could we not understand that we are leading children away from the gospel and all that stuff? And that stuff hurts. It does. I mean, I don't, I don't even, I mean, it, there's no way around it, and it's supposed to. If somebody says what you what you're saying is wrong and you are working for the enemy, that that just destroys you. I mean, it just does. But at the same time, it makes me feel even stronger because I know that that's not true, and that what we are doing is making those bringing out that exact thing of those people. That's what's bringing it out. They're going, oh, well, you know, I don't, I, I'm married, um, I'm straight, I pay my taxes, I'm Republican, I'm this, this, and this. But if you say one thing that's just a hair off of center. They turn into some kind of horrible hate-filled person. And you're like, whoa, wait, that's 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 kind of the real person there. That's the that's the thing they're not showing everybody. Let's get that out. Let's let's figure out what this is. So I think for me, continuing doing it is 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 kind of a relief. Like I'm just like moving on. I'm gonna continue to be myself in front of people because we're not trying to be heroes, and that takes off once like once we started really realizing, oh man, we're really not great people, and what we're saying isn't even amazing or the most innovative thing in the world, we're we're mostly trying to repeat a lot of what just the Bible has said, Uh, then it's really freeing. And that's what I love about Logan, too. He's totally free to be himself. Like, he doesn't really care what you guys think. If all you guys turn on him and hate him, he kind of thinks of it as a win, (laughs)
4: <laughs> he won he beat you
0: you know what i mean because he doesn't care like if you guys cared enough to actually hate him uh, that that shows uh, almost in a sense of a form of weakness and i love that like hey my faith is my own i own it god god gave it to me i'm to steward it and take care of it and that's what's freeing about what we're doing is that as much as people talk shit about us i'm doing this for the lord
2: and I get it wrong, and
0: he gets it right. And that, that, that's now, Logan, kind of you,
2: you go way back with Matt and Toby. You and I, I would consider you a friend, but I would say you guys are really good friends. How, do, how does that make you feel when yeah, you I see it. people that are supposedly on our team, so to speak, in the body of Christ, rip your friends apart?
4: I mean, people are free to believe what they believe, but I do think that if you fall apart, if somebody questions your belief, that means you don't have very strong beliefs. Mm-hmm. So, like, those guys aren't really Christians if they can't take any sort of criticism on it, you know? You have so to have the, strong
1: strong, the the more you're affected by other people's opinions about your belief, it just only shows weakness of your belief in the first absolutely. place.
4: Absolutely. Like, the, this other guy, to circle back on that fellow who, you know, he, he couldn't be around the kid who was in the non-Christian band. Yeah. If you only surround yourself with people that believe what you believe, and that's a rule that you have, you're not a very strong... You don't have a strong belief. Right. It's stupid. It's and,
1: and, stupid. and for us, for me, for my experience in seeing people and knowing people, it's, it's usually a red flag when somebody has a strong adverse reaction to something. Yeah, that's that, that usually means... And pay attention if you, if you if all hear this and see this out there. When somebody makes a big deal about something usually that person's hiding something. I don't know what it is, but they are. That's just the way it is. Like It's, it's an insecurity kind of thing, yeah. you know. and you, it kind of plays out that way. Well,
0: the other thing, too, is that we get, this is some weird idea that people are spreading that uh, Christians are being attacked all the time. I don't ever hear. It's like if somebody says one thing that's just a little bit Oh, it's attack on our faith, we are going to lead our children astray, we'll be a godless nation, all that stuff. But it's, it's literally, if you compared it to... I never hear vegans go, oh, my God, there's a Burger King commercial. It's an attack on vegans. They're going to make us all start eating meat. I can't No, because they're vegans, and they believe it, and it's true. You know what I mean? Like, I eat meat because it's real and true, and I like it. And it tastes good, and, and I believe in God because he's real, and it, it's awesome, and it's changed my life. And all, it's, it's true. So I'm not scared somebody's going to convince me not to believe in it. Why, you know what I mean? I'm not scared. What, God's not that weak. If God's true, he can
2: make all of us christians right now he's, he he's
1: way stronger than the, than the pro meat lobby
2: i know seriously <laughs> yeah and this I is mean. matt matt last night brought home an order of fries for his wife just in case she was awake and she wasn't <laughs> she was not and so i listened to these guys for about 10 minutes talk about how man these things are the best tasting things just because they're heated if they were cold, they'd be the nastiest thing ever. That's true. I mean, like, like, have y'all ever heard that? Heat makes the whole difference with McDonald's fries. It is. Without heat, McDonald's fries are actual They're, shit. No. But yeah. with, with heat, they
0: are unbelievable. <laughs> you cannot deny. I couldn't stop eating them. They're amazing. If you take the heat away,
2: you, it's not food. All right, last question. Last question. All right, I'm Stuart from Camas, Washington.
5: Um, so you guys work with bad Christian and hear that phrase over and over again. Do you guys feel like you guys sometimes embrace or revel in the fact that you might be a bad Christian? Or do you guys lose sight of the fact that you're a new creation? How do you guys deal
3: with that tension? Well,
1: I, I'm not exactly sure what you're asking. Say say it another way. I know what he's it's, asking. No, I know. I know. I just want to rephrase that another way. I'm not sure. that it's not super clear. You're saying, say it again. What's the question?
5: Bad Christian has a negative term, and... To me, it, it just makes it sound like you, your identity is outside of Christ. Uh-huh. And my question is if you kept hearing that day in, day out, would you start to actually believe that in the fact that you are not, uh, that your identity is out elsewhere? I mean, do you going to say? Yes,
1: I, I, I'm going to give a two point answer from my point of view on that. Anybody else is free to chime in with whatever on that. But first of all, I think our thought process on saying "bad Christian" is, is never. It's not that you're. It's not that we're proud of being bad. I don't feel proud of it. I feel bad about it. I really treat the word "bad" as a bad thing. It's like if I'm a bad husband. I'm a, I am. I'm a bad husband. I'm a bad father. I'm not near what I'd like to be or what I think somebody ought to be. If I got to say what I'm saying is, if I want to try to do good, the result still is bad. So to me, that always. Leads me to humility. So it's not—it's not that I become more and more proud about how bad I am. That I just don't. That's just not the way that I look at it. And, and point two on that—that that I do not understand. And it may be my incapacity to understand. But I don't get why Christians have such a strong worry about what if somebody gets away with something. Like what? Like worst case scenario, some a Christian believes something wrong and does sin, and they. Oh, that they got away with it. They did something bad, and they didn't get punished. They shouldn't be allowed to because you're supposed to not sin. You're supposed to get better, and, and it just it just bugs people that somebody else might get gay married, or it might bug somebody that somebody cusses when they shouldn't have been. And what if they did it their whole life? Well, what? Wh- why are you? What are you so worried about? Why? Why does? Pe- why do you feel such the need to police other people's behavior? If it's true, it's true. If they're wrong, they're wrong. Is that maybe it's it, it's okay if they're wrong, or or why? Like, I just don't understand the need to to not let somebody get away with something. That does to me. That doesn't sound loving. It sounds inc- I, and I and I want my life to be better. I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better dad. I want to be a better Christian. And I, think, I try.
2: Yeah, and I think. But for-
1: if I fail at that, then then what's the? I just don't see the the need or the under or the or the whole point in the the notion that I'm trying to get away with something that. I grieve anyway. Yeah. I'm not trying to get away
2: with anything. I think for me, the more I hear the terminology bad Christian, the more I am in tune with who I am in Christ. I mean, uh, so for me, it is a constant reminder. And I would also say that the more we realize how much we need Jesus, the more he becomes our identity. And I also think that the terminology bad Christian is more to shake the church than anything because, We are dang sick of the church feeling like they have to prop themselves on this level of we're better than everyone else when there's so much stuff that they're hiding. It's just like, come on, let's be open. Let's talk about what you're struggling with, which, oh, yeah, is why you still need a Savior. We don't ever need to stop needing a Savior. And then I would say it's also um, maybe not so much with guys like Logan who already knows us, but for people that doesn't know us totally brings down barriers between us and unbelievers are like oh you, you you're a bad christian okay so you're not better than me sort of thing um but and
0: i think what people don't pick up on either is when i mean when we say bad christian that that we are saying great savior i just don't nobody here but only person human that ever existed that was a hero was jesus everybody else failed constantly, 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 you guys are, we are, we're all getting stuff wrong all the time, we see things differently, we have this standard, we, you know, I mean, if, if we were talking about this today with, with, with Dan, but I just thought he, he said a couple points that really rang true to me, we, in the, in the beginning, I know Logan and, and some people don't believe this story, but the idea of uh, the, the tree of good and evil and the knowledge the knowledge of good and evil Uh, that we said, oh, we can handle that. You know, oh, yeah, we can handle knowledge. Yeah, we know what it is. Yeah, I want to know what it's like to, uh, you know, eat something that God said don't. And then that led to, well, I want to know what it's like to have sex this way. I want to know what it's like to hurt a person this way. I want to know what it's like to steal this way. I mean, it it was from uh, a simple act of defiance to God to the next sin recorded in the Bible is murder. So I, I just, I mean, we can't handle that stuff. And I just think that... We hate the idea of us going, hey, let me tell you about God because, you know, man, you're going to say that, 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 that's a lot of talk. Let me tell you about my life and what God does in it. And that's why we're able to remain friends with Logan. That's why we're able to have real conversation. And ultimately, why I think uh, and my hope is that Logan does become a Christian. That is my hope. I, now, am I going to constantly blast him with that? No, because it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Well, I mean, if I'm not going to listen to him at all and only proselytize him, that's not a friend. That's not what Jesus did. He said, "Hey, let's talk. Let's let's sit around here. Let me lounge with you for a little bit. Let me hang out with you." And and yeah, I, I promise you, Jesus wasn't sitting there going, "I'm God." <laughs> you know, I, I mean, he was. They thought he was funny and cool. And remember the story. He had some that Jesus good conversation. I, I
2: think it's a great question that you asked. Remember the parable that Jesus said, and I think we'll end it here. Is the Pharisee okay. came and said, "I fasted, I gave, I did this, I did that, I did this, I did that," and then you had the guy that. Was weeping and said, "Lord, forgive me. I'm a sinner. Have mercy on me." And it said, "That guy went away redeemed." So I think that's the perspective that we're looking through. So, so um, we
0: right, we're gonna go back to the podcast for just a little bit, and then we'll let your red butts. Who everybody's sitting on the floor? Does everybody have like a perfect circle of red on their cheeks from the wooden floor? You can talk right. to the microphone if you want.
4: All your dudes' dicks are asleep. I know it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Everybody was too uncomfortable
4: to laugh. <laughs> they are like, that atheist will kill us. <laughs> he has no morals.
2: He will pull out a gun and start shooting. <laughs> Who
0: will go home and tell like, their, their family or something? like? And then they brought this atheist up. And he started talking shit about the Lord. And then he started talking about people's dicks falling asleep. It was un. Believably bad.
4: Well, I remember the last time I used to announce like I used to introduce them when they were when they would come to the stage. But the last time I did it, I told the crowd that you wouldn't come on until everyone in the crowd had a boner. <laughs> and And
0: they did it.
4: <laughs> but coincidentally, that was the last time I was allowed to introduce you guys. <laughs>
1: The, the good thing about the good thing about this is, for sure, if the podcast was a Christian media thing that was sold in Christian bookstores, we would not be there. We would be pulled from it immediately. Yeah, right. and I re- and I mean that in all seriousness. That is the coolest thing about not the Bad Christian podcast or even podcasting in general. But to me, the fact that and I think you're going to see this exponentially explode with people that have neat point of views, good ones, bad ones, weird ones, half right a third right, whatever it is, uh, it's free. Anybody can download this. People download this all the time, and we can say whatever we want to, and people can listen or they don't listen, but we don't have to be controlled by, like, the, you know, whether it's okay or not corporately, and I think that's what makes it great. So I just, I really feel specially, like, appreciative because the only reason this podcast exists is just the audience itself. So if, if Logan wants to talk about dicks going to sleep, we can do it. I love that. That's so. I mean, every time something like that happens, because that's what would really happen if we were hanging out talking, I am so thankful for this, for this audience, this platform. So thank you guys for that. So thank you guys uh, for I, letting I us
2: talk about penises falling asleep. Yeah, thank,
1: yeah, thanks for
2: using
0: that term. I think yeah. right now, though, everybody probably needs a little bit of truth.
1: A little bit of shot of truth for everybody? Yeah, you
0: guys, do you need some truth right now? Something that's like, you know, uh, something you can stand on in this world.
1: Like a beam of hope in a dark world yes, kind of thing? Yeah. I only know one thing for that.
0: What is it?
2: Do you follow basketball? I love basketball. I'm really looking forward to a diehard trailblazer fan. Hey, excuse us. Like, do you go back?
4: In a world where there's a man, a large bald man, two
0: feet from you that talks Uh, nasally.
2: Did you follow the sonics? No, I
4: hated the sonics. This is
0: News with Toby. So were they kind
2: of your Absolutely. So, like, were you
4: a Sonic? This like, isn't. This
0: did isn't you, good. Did you I'm trying to do. Hey, whoa, like, like, whoa! Well, here's to
4: the deal. You, re, uh, you remember that left shrimp? Yeah, definitely. He so was he was a Sonic, a but then he came over to the Blazers. Oh my all right, God. here's him. I hated them. Right. Here's the real I, problem I, I
1: have with this, yeah. Logan. You, of all people, F- have F- chosen yep. sides.
2: You went with Joe, and, and you you've chosen, you know you chosen to go against this. That's
4: my favorite part of the podcast, that's being the disruptive. He, he's like he's like I will always, right now. I will always go with the more obnoxious. <laughs> like, so
1: you've chosen size on this podcast, and you, are, you I, are with I, Joe. Toby, I love your truth. new segment.
4: I love your new segment, but I also love the attempted sabotage of your new segment.
2: Logan actually wrote me one time and he said if you ever stop interrupting Toby's podcast, he'll be
4: depressed.
0: (laughs) Moving on. And he got to be a part of it. Now I'm depressed. I I just want to give you guys the truth. I want to share stories that matter. That's all I'm about.
2: (laughs) I'm reading the headline (laughs) right now. (laughs) I
0: want to share stories that matter. Are you guys ready for some news? Portland, (laughs) are you ready for some truth? Comes from one of the most reliable sources known to earth, the <laughs> Huffington Post. Man with 100 pound scrotum inspired by another scrotum to get mass removed. Oh my gosh!
1: <laughs> and I haven't even been paying attention to the news all week. So hey, uh,
2: Mr. Morell, why is a this? Michigan man, why Dan so Mauer,
1: who just raised enough money for an operation
0: to get his scrotum <laughs> removed? <laughs> he actually did a campaign. <laughs> A GoFundMe Go fund me, I'm called sure. Scrotal Lymphedema Surgery for Dan Maurer, and he raised $28,000. And there's a picture of him in his.
4: It looks like his, that South Park episode. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't even know what that means, but. Yes. Seen,
4: have you seen the one where where uh, Stan wanted to.
0: No. The 39 year old <laughs> told the New York Daily News that his scrotum started ballooning in his late 20s. And continue to swell despite constant exercise. <laughs> Why isn't this thing going down? We gotta start jogging. He was working the thing out. My scrotum is getting huge. It's getting away. Maur- Maurer said several doctors told him to lose weight as a treatment. It wasn't until he watched a TLC documentary about Wesley Warren Jr., the man with a 132 pound scrotum, who died this year after several heart attacks, Lock- massive scrotums. Equal heart attacks. That he realized that his scrotal he had scrotal lymphedema, and this is what's crazy. Maurer, wanting to save his marriage and possibly his own life, decided to meet with the same California doctor. He said, "I just put it off on the back burner, thinking this is never, <laughs> this is never going <laughs> to peripheral issues. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's here. It's kind of you know, it gets in the way sometimes. But this is like cleaning out the garage. Yeah, just, yeah.
2: I'll get to it." Like when it was removed, that he did they have to like cremate it. I mean,
0: well, he he's got. It, it what do you do with it? It became a beach ball. Mauer <laughs> hopes. Maurer hopes to be able to help others who suffer from the condition, and he also plans on having sex with his wife for the first time in seven years.
1: All right, that's awesome. All right, so what this highlights for me is the guy had to do a a GoFundMe campaign to crowdfund and raise money to have his scrotum removed. So clearly massive failure of Obama and <laughs> the Obamacare system. So totally. I mean this is that's just that's, that's Even just an he's your president this he's is indictment. This is the this is the indictment of the Obama. Thing. Yeah yeah it's Obama also is the first time president.
0: like the first time ever it, like man it was negative when you said, Man, that guy's got a lot of balls. You know what I mean? Like that—that was a negative thing. It was kind of sad. So, oh, there's a question back there.
2: Toby's in charge. This is the first
0: question during my news ever. Uh, What are you talking about? I ask questions
2: all the time. I mean, from a crowd. A crowd? Oh, a crowd. Okay, the crowd.
0: I'm a crowd. Uh, If there was a GoFundMe, is there then rewards for donating? Oh, I don't. know. Can we look into this? Can we look into the rewards? (laughs) (laughs) Are we giving away pieces like a bronze (laughs)
1: testicle? If you donate one thousand or more dollars. Yeah. yeah, I kinda wanna look at that. No, no, no. GoFundMe it, it, they don't there's no rewards. It's less commercialized people use it if their like child is sick or they've been laid off by yeah. some in some grievous way. So GoFundMe is like the really the most feel good kind of thing. You you get to leave a note on GoFundMe and just say, We're praying for you, you know, your scrotum was awesome, we're gonna miss it. That kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> so <laughs>
0: Is that a thing like 10 years from now, him and his wife are like, laying in bed, he's like, remember when my balls were huge? (laughs) That was weird. Remember that? Late 20s, my balls got huge? That's crazy. All right, can we move on? Sure. You don't suffer from that. Uh, No, anyway. Scientists (laughs) confirm what all of us already knew. The best hangover cure is to never stop boozing or drinking. I think that's to be true. Basically what this article is about, and I'll say, Adam uh, Rogers, he wrote a book, uh, Proof the Science and Booze, that there could be an explanation why more alcohol actually relieves a hangover. Um, The notion is if a hangover is methanol toxicity, you're going to have another uh, drink, and the ethanol displaces the methanol off the enzyme, and you will feel better. So basically what uh, Joel, our first... Bass player has always said, if you had a hangover, you wake up in the morning, first thing, and you pound a beer,
3: you'll be fine.
1: Yeah. the The problem with that is if if I mean you know clearly this a never ending cycle. It would be the problem with that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Suppose a cure. (laughs) You know. Yeah, I have a hangover. I got to drink all day tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I got a hangover. I got to drink all day
1: tomorrow.
0: That's true. I didn't think about it that way. You're exactly right. So it that. just it keeps it rolling.
3: You I know? really didn't
1: require a whole lot of thought. Uh, and there's, you know, a no lot I of us, uh, <laughs> you know, but that's, that's probably why they do have the breakfast style drinks, the Bloody Mary. If you have an 8 a.m. flight and you get upgraded to first class, which has happened before, you got to get that Bloody Mary. But that's why those breakfast drinks exist is because... Yeah, people, well, people wake up and they've, had, I mean, that's how they got into the story. Touring with every, there's the tons place. of times where like a radio station is doing like something crazy.
0: And in Kansas City one time, oh, we did the we kegs went, and it was eggs e- and kegs. Yeah, eggs City. and kegs. And uh, so it was literally, we played, you know, we didn't go to bed till like 2 in the morning. We had to play this radio show at, it was like 6, six, 30 in, the six in the morning. And uh, what it was, all the second and third shifters would show up and they're just getting ready to party and have drinks. So, we were sitting there trying to play a show at six in the morning feeling terrible for the night before and we were just like okay and do, so we we're just hanging out it's with all called these kegs things. and eggs and yeah. they had
1: free it was free beer and they had e- eggs, an eggs and buffet and they had rock stuff. bands come in and do we were doing radio campaign or something for studying politics and we went in there and played acoustic were you there Logan
4: I was there I was there
1: what was your recollection of those folks at the 6.30 drink a th-
4: The only thing I remember about that is having to get up and lug that gear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you had to get up to do I had to get our, up earlier. our crew work there and go move yeah. stuff in and get it ready for us. Yes. So, but we, had st- we still had to get up at like 6.30 and go drink beer and play yeah. a song.
4: It wasn't fun. Yeah. Every one of us hated it.
1: I mean, my recollection was it was kind of fun. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Because <laughs> after that, all we did was just go back to sleep. And we slept in until afternoon, so it was good. News with Toby, folks! Thanks, Joy. Can I
2: say when it ends? No. Cannot. We are listener-funded.
1: No, but the Bad Christian Podcast has always been listener-supported. The Bad Christian Podcast is, and a lot of the stuff that we do at, at BC entirely is free. So our main goal is to... Give away stuff as much as possible. We gave away King's Kaleidoscope's Live in Color when it came out. This podcast is free every week. Um, And the listeners support us. And sometimes they give money. They've given money for different things before. They give us uh, ratings and stars on iTunes. And so by leaving reviews and ratings on iTunes and by simply downloading the podcast and by telling your friends about Bad Christian and what we do, if you like it, there's no pressure on it. That, that, is, that is supporting us. And where we're, what we're trying to do now, what we want to do now, is go to two episodes a week. We want to travel. We want to do this podcast more because it is super fun. Uh, we enjoy it very much. So we have added a contribute button uh, that's on the podcast page. So if people are inclined to, we have some, uh, there's some, you know, little treats or rewards or whatever, but it's not about that. If you, wanna, if you want to pay for this podcast, You're free to. If not, it's it's free. But it is
2: called the the monthly club. It's kind of like the shaving club. Yeah, it's like,
1: you you know, you join the club. If you want to give us a dollar a month, that would be like a quarter an episode. And uh, we'll get, we're will get. we going to send you some bonus stuff. If you want to join for some higher levels, you get some other things. They're perks, essentially. But really, we just want to give people, because people ask us a lot, and say, can I, how can I help you? How can I support you? And so we want to be like a lot of other podcasts. It has nothing to do with Christian being a Christian, or it's not tithe money. So that's not what we're trying to do. But if people do want to give us a quarter or a dollar an episode... Uh, we've made that now available, and, and people are already starting to do it, so we appreciate that yeah, very much. It'll it'll it's us like to if do there was stuff. a guy out there with the
0: unbelievably huge testicles and you wanted to help him not have that. It's kind of it's similar simple. to yeah.
1: the testicular removal go for it. Right. <laughs> Just go find it.
2: Like hey, man, you guys have really, really been awesome. Y'all blew – I mean, can we say they blew Seattle out of the water um, as far as
1: well, – <laughs> I would that. say so.
0: Yes, we say and then we just edit it. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys are the best crowd ever. Seattle totally sucked. You won't hear that on the actual pocket.
1: <laughs> well, I think the, the the thing that about this that's so interesting and neat is it's so dynamic when you're in a living like the place we were in last night in Seattle was a giant a place. It felt very. Uh, us and them, like we were performing in the microphones and all that. And tonight, it's, it's, we're more in a smaller living room, and that feels more comfortable in that way. So I wouldn't I wouldn't fault the Seattle people. In fact, I thought they were super loud and encouraging, but I don't think they felt as connected to us as the audience did tonight. So yeah, I've, totally. I've enjoyed it.
0: And with that being said, does anybody else have a last question? Yeah, we can question do we can two, we can any, two more anything questions. you want to ask? You have yeah,
5: them. Pa- pass it
0: around. A about, um,
5: actually, um, little off topic, but the end of the question in a win-win situation. You know that song, you're familiar Wrote it, but um, ah. there's 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 the duet at the very end after it the regular beginning of the song. The most of the song is over. The duet at the end. Who was that with? And do you ever have plans to do something like that again? Because that was real pretty. I've listened to that part, that one part of the album. <laughs>
2: Melanie, what are you studley. talking about? The, Melanie the, Studley. The, That's the, actually our like our a origin-
1: hidden, the hidden yeah. track part thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That was yeah, real cool. Yeah, yeah that was uh, our first drummer, uh, Seth's wife, Melanie. She has a beautiful voice. And uh, I actually, that song, I wrote those lyrics. I just had a, a very short dream. It was the craziest dream in the world that my wife, unbeknownst to me, had joined the Army and was leaving. And that's what that song was about, just about this dream that I had about. Because it was like in my dream, I woke, up in, I woke up crying from the dream. It was like this real weird distance thing. And I was like, I couldn't believe that she had done it. And so that song was actually called The, the Army. But um, she had
2: already shaved her head in the dream, like it was just too late. No, no. <laughs> did they? I don't think they have to do that, do they? The Basic, female yeah. Females have, have to you shave? seen G.I. Jane? No. <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> All
1: right, any other questions? You guys good? We got one more question and then we're out of here. Who, I'm saying we. Who wants to? Oh, can. yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my good friend, Nick. Yep.
5: All right, I've got one. Um, first of all, I just want to be sure. Last time you guys were in Portland, the Emory show, a couple proposed. Mm-hmm. And if they're here, I'm not going to ask my question. So are they here? No? Okay. <laughs> they I was are just here, say, but they,
2: it didn't work. I <laughs> was, was just wondering, how, how many
5: times has that happened at an Emory show, and do you guys just hate it?
1: No, the, the truth is, yeah, people vary. Uh, there's two things that are very common, and I, I don't think these things are bad. They're both actually really cool. People want to propose it 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 can be it can be very cute but (laughs) it it can be very cute but it's very common like somebody wants to propose and say i'm gonna get on can can i just get on your stage and like have a few minutes with your crowd and do my proposal and and we've done it a number of times but a lot of times we just maybe ignore the request whatever and i think (laughs) and we as this being honest but this particular couple was particularly sweet and they were friends with uh the promoter knew them and it was a favor and we were we were glad to do it. The other one is people um all the time are naming their kid Emory. And that one is that one's always amazing cuz it doesn't require any effort from us. We don't have to do anything. And it's a it's a family thing and it's sweet and that one I love more than anything that people are naming their kid Emory and we get that a, a lot. So that's two things that are, are really really common. But yeah, we don't often let people come on stage and propose, but that was a special occasion, so me, <laughs> Not from stage. Matt has no, no emotions. That. So, <laughs> no, my proposal was sweet. I did. It. I, I had my wife come out to visit me when I was recording the Almost record in Nashville. Um, I was engineering that record, and I had my wife come out just to visit. And it was on this big horse farm. And I took a uh, took her out to go feed the horses, and we were gonna have a special date day. Aww. And I I cut up apples to go feed the horse first thing in the morning, and I, I had the you. the ring in. And just to prove that I'm a, am a sensitive, sweet guy, and or at least know how to you pretend had all this to be written one. Down is very calculated, and uh, and I put the. Wedding ring down in that bowl of apples, and I was set the apples down on the ground. And then when we'd want to give the horse the apples, I was squat down and get so the horse ate up. the ring. And then it and so I squatted it, down and, and then turned around with her. And when she was looking for an apple, I turned around and I had a, a ring for her, That's and cute, it was yeah. great. So I'm, I am really a sweet. That marriage guy lasted one year. It was yeah, so that was awesome. my first wife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, I actually looked it up, too, and the name Emery, since we've been a band, has increased in popularity. Oh, yeah. Now, here's the thing. I don't think it's just because our band. I think, I really do believe that the name Emory, uh is a great name. I really do. I mean, we, that's why we picked it, <laughs> but, I mean, obviously, but, I mean, I think it's a really nice name, and uh, and so I think it kind of just went around. You know, not that the people, not everybody named Emory, Emory obviously knows our band, but I just think it's a good, it's a strong name, so I think it's just increased in popularity just... Even peripherally,
1: yeah. The, um, it's I, it's been disturbing lately when I meet people and they tell me this is my son. He's he's one now. His name's Bad Christian Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's been that's and been, it, been a little yeah, bit weird. A few people
2: that's called, hey, this is my son, Matt and Toby. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then that, there's a handful of unlearnings. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being here. Did you guys have a good time? i to ask that one more. Portland, time. this
1: your last <laughs> chance to say hey to everybody out.